What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I think that was our, our worst one yet. <laughs> it sounded good. Who was that? We suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Man, that was... Nah, we got it. Post-production. It's the magic of post-production. But uh, here we are. And this week, I'm someone special. I am Archie from Riverdale getting mauled by a bear. Oh. Because I just started getting back into Riverdale, yeah, 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 and yeah. man, that's those they they just throw shit at a wall and see what happens. <laughs> that uh, if you've ever seen any injuries from an actual bear attack, they went so light on Archie. <laughs> yeah, they're not as, they're, they're not as attractive as they are on Riverdale when you get yeah. mauled by a bear. Yeah. You don't get aesthetically pleasing scars, <laughs> and also at the point in the show now, Cheryl's mom has killed like twenty four people. And no one's doing anything about that. Most realistic part of the show. Yeah, true. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) the gang's all here for the season finale. We got Robert, uh, square body rolling. So before we, like, jump or before we, like, get super into it, I have a slight update. When we were talking about infant mortality within women of color, I was talking about an organization in St. Louis that was trying to train black doulas for the city. Um, And so if any of you were interested in that and wanted to find an organization specifically training black doulas, there is Jama Birth Village, which is a 501c3 nonprofit maternal health organization that's located in Ferguson, Missouri, but it serves the greater St. Louis metro area. And it's the first of its kind equal access midwife clinic. And they're awesome. They just did an interview on NPR that you can probably find as well. And we'll have a link to them in the show notes, but they're doing awesome work. That's dope. Kelly, you ever want to be a doula? No, absolutely not. So <laughs> fuck that shit, I'm out. <laughs> so on today's finale episode, uh, no, I have a murder. Ooh. This is our Damn season it. finale. <laughs> um, thank you for hanging out with us this season. 
I'm Battle. Sorry, I had to step in and like let everyone know who we were and what we're doing. Son today. of a bitch! It's our season finale, and like super happy that you're all listening. Holler! <laughs> uh, uh, I'm on. Andre break, has right? a very special treat for all of us, and uh, we as co-hosts don't know what's going on besides Mm-mm. something special. Ooh. What is it we're doing? Love surprises. <laughs> I got my little notepad ready. Yeah. I'm so stoked. Oh, we need. We, we were supposed to come prepared? No, 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 no. Okay. no. I'm no, just being extra. Robert's just, Yeah, he's the overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but there will be a point system. But before we get into it, Kelly, you want to say hi? Because you're not usually here. Hello. Hello, friends. It's nice to see you again. Also, I'm Robert. I'm here too. But, like, what? <laughs> Uh, this is going great. <laughs> but yeah, so this episode, I'm presenting it as a uh, whodunit, and all of you are going to tell me who you think done it. I'll lay out the whole crime, the players, and also interject every now and again with some questions for you. And uh, the more outlandish your theories, the better. And your reward would be Orbit Gum. Oh, awesome. So I expect <laughs> Orbit Gum mailed to me. Yeah, you'll get the one the one piece of or- Orbit Gum I have right here. <laughs> Just one stick, not even a pack. Not this one... No, yeah, I found it in my pockets doing laundry, so it... It's got some lint stuck to it. Soaked in a little Andre juice. Oh. In the, in the soup oh. of your laundry. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I just gotta flex, flex, flex on the lead. I just wanna rap, rap, rap to the beat. I just wanna bad, 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 cause I'm mean. So, and uh, before I start this, I want to give a trigger warning to Robert because this entails one of your uh, your fears. Oh no! Yeah, other than <laughs> your face, other, <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a fear other than like periods at the end of text messages because I know you hate that a lot too. I do. It's so aggressive. It's not. <laughs> it's punctuation. Fine. Period. <laughs> so here we go. Let's get into it. That's my sound effect. I do my own Foley work. On July 12, 2012, on an average Thursday, a couple was walking their dog through a park in Gig Harbor, Washington, near a remote area. Now, like many other dog walkers and joggers before them, they stumbled across a body. They found the body of 33-year-old Leon Beckham. And initially, they thought that it was just like a hit-and-run accident, which I don't understand how they thought that because it was in a park on a trail and not like near any kind of road. So yeah, so initially when they called the cops, they reported it as a hit-and-run case. And unbeknownst to them, it was a lot darker than that, even though hit-and-runs are pretty dark in and of themselves. So when police got there, they had found that the victim was duct taped with his hands behind his back and also with his feet duct taped together too. Which, again, don't know how the people thought it was a hit. I was going to say, they're now at the top of my suspect list. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we just found this dude. We think he got hit and run and then duct taped together. Yeah, and duct tape wasn't only on his wrists and ankles. They were also around his eyes, nose, and mouth. Jesus. When they inspected the body at first sight, they found that he did have one wound, and that was a gunshot in his upper back. So now, Paris County Sheriff Detective... Sergeant Mark Mader said that it was obviously some sort of homicide and that it could not have been a hit and run. He also added in that it may have been something during a scuffle and it was an unintentional shooting and he thought that it was definitely not an execution. He wanted to, he made that clear to say that he didn't think it was an execution in any way. 
Well, now this cop's at the top of my suspect list. <laughs> <laughs> but what they did put out initially, what they hypothesized that the murder didn't happen there, it happened somewhere else because they did find like drag marks through the woods and the trails and bushes as if like someone dragged a body there. And they also found packing peanuts around his corpse and a Door of the Explorer backpack. Door of the Explorer is now at the top of my suspect list. So now evidence was minimal, and that's all they really had. Nothing else to it. So now initial thoughts and feelings. What do you guys think? This is sus AF. Police execution. They dumped him in a park. I don't think there's sufficient enough evidence yet. Okay, Robert, your thoughts? Yeah, I think it was a police execution, because, uh... I don't know how you look at someone who like is tied, duct taped, and then shot in the back, and then dragged into a public park, and think that that wasn't an execution. That's not an accident. Like, if you accidentally shot shot someone in the back, there's no reason to duct tape them and tie them up. So you had to tie them up before you shot them in the back, and they're not going to run away when they're duct taped. I. At least as far as, like, the whole police thing, to counter your point, I think we've all seen the depth of, like, incompetence and or just <laughs> laziness of cops to not actually want to investigate stuff, so... It, you're right, like, you're right. <laughs> True. Oh, you're right. <laughs> so now, back on track. I'll give you some backstory to Leon. So, Leon grew up in the same area of Washington and was known to be, like, a kind, normal, like, local boy. His sister described him as being super intelligent, very kind, and someone that people, like, respected. Like, he would walk into a room and people would just, like, he was a respectable guy. Uh, They also, he also told journalists that people around him also, like, really admired him, too. Now, in 2001, he met a young woman and a single mother who he, like, immediately fell in love with named Umiko Roberts. They fell in love fast, they fell in love hard, and they quickly became, like, integral parts of each other's lives including her son's life now leon kind of took the spot as like the son's father figure a spot that was previously filled by umiko's mother a very 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 protective mother named jackie so now umiko and jackie like they lived together most of their lives because even when she moved out she came back with her son and umiko really stepped up to kind of be that father figure quote-unquote for her son and really just doted on them on whatever they needed. Now in 2008, the two like the pair got married and they started to expand their family and having two more kids. So in total they had three kids. On the surface, everything seemed like pitch perfect and fine. And Leon was happy, the family was happy, and they after some time got support from the mother-in-law, Jackie. Because at first she didn't like him, but having two kids. <laughs> He's obviously not going anywhere, so she had to get used to him. Now, underneath, like any other couple, they had obvious issues. And those issues started to boil up after this case came forward. When police told Miko about the murder, she initially seemed visibly shocked. But as she got investigated by police, she started to tell about their relationship. And what she told police was that Leon had begun to get physically violent with her over the last few months. Umiko said the problems all started when she started working finally because before a couple months ago before the murder she wasn't working she was a stay at home mom with her three kids but she recently got a job at customer service at a cable company 
and friends said that she started to go out more, started to get out more, and as the more she got out, the more attention she would get from men. And Omiko told authorities that's when Leon started to get really jealous, really controlling, and really overbearing. Authorities actually found that Leon put a tracking device in Omiko's phone to keep tabs on her. So, Amiko thought that it would uh, blow over at some point or like resolve itself. You know, she thought that things would get better and they didn't. Things kept getting worse. Umiko told authorities that the first fight that happened, she actually got her eye fractured and Ray, like she told her mother and Ray immediately called the cops on him and like just wanted him out the picture, which, you know, good thing to do. Now, Leon's family told authorities that the reason that fight happened was because Leon suspected that she was cheating on him with a coworker because he went through her phone and found a bunch of like risque and intimate text messages between her and a male coworker. So I want to pause. Thoughts. So first thing I think we're dealing with someone that's extremely insecure in a relationship. Second off, I feel like I need more information. It's really hard. I, I I won't start piecing things together until probably closer to the end of it. I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm more of the kind of person that will just sit and listen and then start to... I watch people when I go places. So if we're ever at some kind of podcast con thing, don't <laughs> expect me to talk to you. I will just stare at you and like <laughs> try to figure out what you want. <laughs> every, yes, every, and... Everyone sucks to battle. Yeah, I'm just like, hmm, interesting... Oh. Um, so, I love that. I, so I now I see a motive for the mother. She knew that there was like some physical abuse going on. We've already like framed her as like an overprotective figure. So she herself could have killed him. She could have hired a cop to do it. Maybe the police theory is not far off still. Um, but uh, it doesn't. It definitely seems like a retribution now. Or who knows? Maybe it's the potential new boyfriend. Uh, we don't have actual good information yet if, like, uh, this person that she was seeing, maybe they, or if they were actually seeing each other or not, or if they were just texting and um, Leon was getting crazy about it. So now, all this information actually led a... Everyone's a suspect. <laughs> Everyone's a suspect. <laughs> Everyone's a suspect. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> Kelly, you just did it. You pinged it. <laughs> so all this information so far that we had led authorities to believe that Umiko could possibly have a motive to kill her husband and it kind of narrowed it on her. Now, Leon's body was found just a mile away from the home of Umiko and technically her mother, Jackie, because they lived together, but it was a mile away from their home. Upon further questioning of the family, Ray said that she saw a violent side to her son-in-law who endangered her and the rest of the family and encouraged Umiko to leave him. Ray also said that she was a victim of domestic abuse in the past and didn't want to see her daughter go through the same trauma. Now, before Beckham's body was discovered, Umiko apparently told her that they had gotten to another fight. And that's when Ray told her daughter to get a hotel room and to bring the kids there too. After paying for the room for Umiko and the kids, Ray left town to actually go on a camping trip with a friend. Uh, Leon's friend Pratt, however, gave testimony that disputed Ray's story and spoke that that night that Leon left, she actually went to go to Ray's house to talk to Umiko. 
and then after that, he was never seen again. That same night in question was the same night that Umiko was told to go to the hotel with her kids. Ray's phone records actually busted the case wide open, and authorities found some text messages between a friend of hers named uh, Louis Baker, who said some really questionable things. I have questions. Sometimes it kind of like cuts out. So I thought curious on your questions because we might have the same questions. Okay, I thought Jackie was Amiko's mom. Yes, Jackie is Amiko's mom. Uh, that's my impression as well. So is Jackie the same person as Ray? Is that like her nickname or something? Yeah, or name, who's Ray? Her name was Jackie Ray. Oh, okay. Sorry, I should make that clear. Yeah, her name is Jackie Ray. Sorry. And what is Ray's alibi? Her alibi is that the night, though the day that he was found, the night before, she went out to a camping trip with her friend, who's an ex-con named Louis Baker. An ex-con? And that same night, yes, and that same night, uh, Umiko was at a hotel with her kids, paid for by Ray. Yeah, no. Was there any, like, footage of Ray or with Umiko being at the hotel? No, but people did see her there like it, it can be verified that she was at the hotel. Like she checked in with her kids and didn't check out till like the next day. Yeah, I'm so going down on my mom theory. Yeah, so, get, so uh, before I say like go on further and say who did it, I do want to hear your guesses. Um, so, so I'll start with battle. Yeah, the mom Ray, right? <coughs> Where were what's her what's her alibi? She was with a friend camping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she went out of town that night for a camping trip. Um, were there any like, like uh, credit card uses or like cell phone pings wherever she said she was going camping? There were cell phone pings, and but they weren't. They, they pinged Leon's cell phone and and uh, Umiko's cell phone. To- they never pinged uh, Jackie's cell phone. Leon went to the back to Jackie's home. That's where he was pinged at. And then Ray was... Not Ray, sorry. Umiko was pinged at the hotel. And his body was found near where she went camping? Or was that a different part? Uh, he was. His body was found a mile away from their home. Uh, so Umiko's home. Okay. Um, the home that he went to to go talk to Umiko. What time... What time did they find... Or what time was the last ping on his cell phone? It was that night. And, and that same night was uh, his friend corroborated saying that he went out to Omiko's house to go talk to her. Because this was shortly after the fight where he got physical with her. But Omiko mm-hmm. was at a... Omiko was at a hotel. So yes. she she could have been involved as far as, like, luring him to the house. And the mom was camping. Yeah. Yes. But there are no cell phone pings for the mom. No. Or no credit or- card charges anywhere. No, all police had were some weird text messages between her and her ex-con friend Lewis, who also said she went camping with him. I have questions. Go ahead, Kelly. Do, I mean, do you need, like, a permit to go camping in certain places, like in parks and stuff? Because I know, like, at least you do here. Yeah, you do here, too. Like, a, a campsite place? Yeah, you yeah. need the... And then, and if you're like on part of national parks or something, sometimes there are just yeah. like camp designated camp zones that you don't have to pay. Does does the mom does the mom have any type of criminal background or any type of money? 
she has money, but not like a you know not like a lot of money. But she does have money, but she does not have a criminal back. Okay, I think it was a collaboration between Umiko and Ray. Why do you think that? Um, just based on one, she was at a hotel that was paid for by Ray. Two, I think because there's no evidence of like cell phone pings on where Ray was. And she was talking with someone that is, whatever, like an ex-convict, seems super sus. But three, the the husband goes to the house and dies really close to the house, which I think there's probably some kind of talk like, yeah, I can get him to go. Because I'm curious on what the text message said between the two. Like, I wonder if she texted him and was like, yeah, let's meet at the house or something. And then... Bam, he meets at the house, he gets kidnapped and taken, and gets murdered. Dropped. Liam Neeson taken, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why. So you think it's a hit type thing? Yeah, I think it's it's a hit, but I think it was, I think Umiko and the mom knew about it. And that's why I think with the whole, that's why I asked about money. Does she have money? Because it's like, what, you could pay people like $10,000 yeah. to kill someone else? And if you think about $10,000, while it's a lot, it's not a lot. To kill someone. I pay you ten grand not to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Where were the pings from um, Amika's phone to? Like or like who was she? Did you already say that and I missed it? Who was she interacting with? So they didn't look through her phone, but they all they just pinged her at the hotel to confirm that she was there. See her location. Oh, uh, okay. So they didn't actually check her like phone records? I mean, Battles is sounding pretty, uh, Battles theory is sounding pretty compelling. Oh, but I do want to add this, too. I forgot to, uh, I forgot to add one little bit of information. Of so she was, yeah, sorry. So she was <laughs> pinged at the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. But then later that night, she was also pinged back at her house. What time? Mm-hmm. They didn't say, I couldn't find an exact time, but it did say that she got there she was painted at the hotel in the afternoon and then at the house in the evening. And he gets found that evening? Mm-hmm. He gets found the next morning. The next morning? So, like, yes. how, like, how, was she ever pinged back at the hotel? Yeah, no. Bitch. I assume to at least get her kids. Kid? Singular? Three. I think kids. there were one? more than one. Three kids? Okay, yeah. I thought there was more than one. Um, yeah, so I'm thinking. She gets the Ray gets the hotel for her to put the kids in the house because they know they're going to everyone's corroborating or colluding and they know they're going to kill him. They put her Ray off camping so that she has an alibi. uh, And then Ray organizes through Lewis to actually do the hit. Um, And then Amiqua either texts. Leon to get him to the house or actually goes back to the house to lure him into the house so Lewis can either bring him out into the woods and kill him or kill him there and then move him to the second location. Well thought out. I have a new right. theory. A, go ahead, Kelly. Because um, <laughs> I feel like it couldn't be this straightforward. It's all a coincidence and someone random killed him. And had nothing to do with the family at all. 
That's what I'm gonna say. Ooh, that's a rogue theory. I like the rogue theory. <laughs> but if you're oh. right, goddammit. <laughs> I have another theory too. How was the gunshot wound? In the back. Uh, upper back. Okay. Never mind. I don't have a theory. Hmm. I was gonna say maybe he tried to kill himself, but then he had tape and shit all over his face, right? That'd be yeah. pretty tricky. Yeah. 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 So you're very hands. hard. Yeah. Were his feet taped, or was it just his hands and head? Ankles. Ankles, okay. So, yeah, so hands, ankles, all around his head. Was he a very large man? Do we know his size? He's average size. Like, could... I was looking at pictures, so he's... She drag her boyfriend, conceivably? I mean, you never know until how, how strong someone is. <laughs> yeah, true, fair enough. Farm and carry him. Are <laughs> uh, you guys ready for it? Hit me. I need a drum roll. Listen. Is that Pornhub? Yes, got yeah. it that time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sue us, Pornhub. It was just a sound bite. After looking at the text messages between Ray and Lewis, come to find out, Ray actually, uh, you know, being hit with the information, Ray admitted that she had Lewis Baker commit the murder for her. How much did it cost? $10,000. Weirdly, Five yeah, I knew it. I knew it. It's, it was $10,000. It's always $10,000. Like, everything that I've seen when people have a hit, it's like $10,000. Exactly $10,000. Have you been researching Like, your this? reasoning made sense, though, too, because like it seems like a lot, yes. but it's like not a lot. <laughs> it's not. It's not a lot. $10,000. It's not. $10,000, like, if you think about it in cash... Like, it seems well, like a lot of money, like, but well, it's not. Like, you spend more than $10,000 each year on random shit. Yeah. So, like... That's true. That random shit for... Ray, is that her name? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. was... All that went was to murder. Kill, yeah, all that went to murder. Now... But did so Amiku know about it? I'll get all to that. I'm gonna get right into Bitch. it. Bitch. So, now, after Umiko was went to the hotel, Ray explained that she stole her phone... And brought it back to her home, knowing that Beckham, Leon, would track it to confirm if Umiko was there or not. So that's why I left his friend to go look for Umiko, because he's like, alright, she's home now, I'm gonna go talk to her. She then called him and told him to come over and speak with Umiko. Once he arrived, Ray and Baker, Lewis, confronted Beckham with a gum. A gum. <laughs> with a gun. Orbit gum. <laughs> Orbit gum. <laughs> Uh, she claimed that she turned away and then heard a gunshot. Once he was dead, Lewis and her wrapped him up in duct tape and a tarp. She said that they, they drove him over into the uh, you know the trail in the woods to dump his body. During the search of Ray's car and her, you know to identify that this is where the body was, they found a cardboard box with the same packing peanuts that was found near the body. And also, they said that uh, there was a handful of, like, door deaths or, like, cars and shit like that, which explained, like, the backpack. Because it just got it just got wrapped up. Basically, it just got wrapped up on them when they were just pulling them out. Yeah. So now, Ray continued. Well, she, like, actually was explaining all this. She said that Umiko knew nothing of the hit. And throughout the investigation, they came to the conclusion that Umiko really just had no idea that her mother was setting all this up behind her back. Hmm. Yeah. So during the whole trial and everything like that, Umiko was never charged or investigated. Uh, but despite 
her like self-professed innocence, Ray, or, or like her good, not innocence, but like her good intentions, Ray was still arrested and charged with first degree murder. Uh, Ray ended up making a deal and pled guilty to second degree murder in exchange for cooperating during the investigation to like incorporate and get Lewis charged too. After incriminating himself on a wiretapping during a conversation with Ray, Lewis was arrested and charged with second degree murder. He pled guilty and got second degree murder and was sentenced to 34 years in prison in 2013. During the sentences, Ray, you know, she said that she, her excuse basically was that she was a victim of abuse. And after finding out her daughter was also a victim, she just wanted to get Leon out of the picture. And she did it all to protect her daughter and was sentenced to 18 years in prison. 18 years? That's it? Yep. Must be nice. I was gonna say, yeah, that's some disproportionate prison sentencing in the same case. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't get it. And, like, on one hand, I can understand her reasoning, but, like, you call call the police, get them arrested. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say, I understand the emotion, the way you acted on the emotion put you in prison, where you deserve to be. I always wonder, too, like, how people think that's going to work out for them. Like, especially in these cases where it's like, here are all the clues and they all lead directly to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, you did not cover what, Like, what did you think was, did you, yeah, what, how did you it's think so that was going to go after? They, like, went to these extra steps of, like, setting up alibis and stuff. But then they, like, did things like duct tape the body after they already killed him. Like, yeah building evidence in the wrong direction like uh, i don't know it's just strange i'm curious too if they could tell by bank record that's why i kept asking about money because like the whole time i was thinking like there's money involved in this yeah if there was a paper trail like if they would have looked at bank accounts and say oh fuck there was like ten thousand dollars that was recently withdrew Mm-hmm. Like that would be super sus. But if they did it like over ten months, a thousand dollars a month withdrawing or like whatever, but then also having big purchases along with that a thousand dollars a month would make it less sus because like, oh, they're just spending stuff or spending money. But like I guess it would be easier to get a hit on someone if you're using cash and if you're withdrawing like if you're planning for this for a long time, you get cash out over a extended period of time versus getting a lump sum taking taken out like yeah. immediately because it's like yo yeah. why did this person take out this much money that's a fucking hit well and if you deposit ten thousand dollars in cash like if uh, lewis did that it, huge red flags yeah. start yeah, popping up at the small. bank yeah 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 that's the story of the uh hit my mother-in-law <laughs> Yeah, sorry. It's hard. But hey, you can't even so cash I, a check, I, I, like, over a certain yeah, amount. Yeah, true. Without sorry. getting stared at, yeah. No, it's all right. So, I mean, I love a good... The theories are great, but I think I'm going to worry more Orbit gum to Kelly for that really <laughs> rogue theory that I really appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Fair a enough. shot in the dark, or like a strong shot in the dark. There's the confidence behind it. I I always think it's so interesting when those happen because when you're like everything's pointing this way and then it's like nope it was just a freak accident this guy broke into his house and killed him like yeah, he, <laughs> or like he just down the street got sucked into a jet engine exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got <laughs> was that dude from Incredibles name syndrome I think so yeah, at the at the end he got sucked into a jet engine because of his cape no capes but yeah 
this is the season finale and I enjoyed it. Yeah, this was fun. Next season. We should do more of these. Yeah, we got like a bunch of shit coming. Kelly's on a team. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm down. Yeah, friends. I don't know <laughs> if we said anything on any social medias or anything, but K Money is joining. Surprise! Officially. And we're super excited to have her. We have such a diverse team now, and I'm so freaking proud of us. So, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, K-Money. thank you. I'm glad you to be here. I don't care if I call you K Money. I never asked you. I just oh, like, I dubbed you K Money in a text message a long time ago. <laughs> That's how nicknames happen. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they happen upon you. So, yeah, next season we'll be back. We'll be back probably like a month. I need a break so I can do my finals <laughs> and I actually study. But yeah, we're going to build that backlog. Do that shit. Battle, by the time we get back, Battle will probably have his baby. That's what I was about to say. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. She's going to be here. And sorry, everyone, if you don't see pictures of her, I'm not going to post any pictures on my socials. That's, yeah. that's very valid. Of her, of her face or anything like that. You might see her holding my finger, a little oh, hand oh. squeezing my finger. Very oh, excited. I'm so excited. If you can't no, tell. You know what you do? You should post a picture, but like crop out her face completely and like replace it with like your cat's face. I could do that. I could put like a little sunflower on it because you my little sunflower Aww. or a little kitty Aww. cat face. And we have names for, for each other. Like, um, she's going to call Melinda and I Catty and Meow Meow. Versus Daddy and Mama. We decided that one day. That's so Catty and Meow Meow. I'll be catty. She'll be meowing. That's something to look forward to. That's something to look forward to. (laughs) And when we actually have like a solid date on when we'll be back, I'll make sure they announce that. Also, we got some new merch, finally. One of Battle Designs that... I've been meaning to do it for a minute, but (laughs) this is better now than ever. Yeah, so that'll be in the show notes. You can get the link to that because they're actually pretty fucking dope. Uh... If, if you do want to help support like what we're doing, buying merch, donating would definitely help because we want to be able to provide really awesome content um, and everything that we do get, we put it back into the podcast. And as we're growing and as we're growing our community, we realize that it, it costs money. And when we have the money to put in the time to research whatever, to get more opportunities for us, to give you more, more like awesome content and to help other people that reach out to us to cover cases, um, all your contributions help. But we recognize that not everyone can, can contribute to what we're doing, but even just spreading the word about like what we're doing as a team to try to get more, more, publicity whatever it it is to cases of color which is the whole purpose behind it that's that's really awesome just spreading the word out helps so much because it yeah, brings in a more review people to listen itunes exactly so um we want to do really well for our communities and we we, we want to be able to continue to do this so everything anything could help and we realize that it's real money and we're going to do real things with it as far as uh, making sure that we are able to provide awesome content and true content and doing justice to people who don't always have justice done to them. So yeah, thank you for this awesome season, everyone. Uh, it's been it's been a fun ride. You're still gonna see us on like social media and shit like that. So don't <laughs> we're not going completely dark. 
<laughs> and when we come up with our uh, our actual Patreon, I'll make sure to announce that too. There's gonna be some fun shit in there, like our super secret meme Facebook group. <laughs> you get my personalized meme stash. Oh no, I've seen your memes. I thought you said meme at first, and I thought it was just like a Facebook group so that you could like roast the shit out of everybody. <laughs> you should do that. You know what? I could do that. I know I could. Do, um, I, I, I do that in my personal time anyway. <laughs> One last thing I want to ask people, if you have any different content creators of color or that are in minority groups that you think should be featured, what I want to do at the end of each episode next season is just give a quick little highlight of someone in these communities, in our communities that are doing something that's bigger than themselves and that's helping build more communities. Um, Because a lot of times, a lot of different platforms are very... Exclusive. exclusive to white people, which I'm not saying that white people shouldn't have the opportunity, but like when people of color, when women, whatever it may be, try to join into a, a community that is not as diverse as we'd like to see, it's harder to do. And since we have a platform where we can talk about other content creators, I definitely want to be a part of that. And please let us know and I will reach out to them and do little interviews. I've done a few interviews already. So if you have anyone that you know about or any type of thing like that, please let me know so I can talk about them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been Andre, a.k.a. Archie being walled by a bear. (laughs) And I'm Caddy. I've been (laughs) Caddy. (laughs) I'm just Robert. (laughs) And I'm K-Money. Officially. Yeah! Officially. Get the jersey. (laughs) Officially. (laughs) And we've been Bros of Murder. Enjoy this black song. I don't know who's going to be by it, but I'm going to make sure that it, like, bumps like a motherfucker. But yeah. Bye. This is from the homies. Bye. Alright, that was great. Let me stop recording. Oof.
teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the numbers, that's a lot of grind. Try and take it from me, must be out your mind. Oh, I'm big time, lot of shine. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of pot. Pockets running over with the dollar sign. Try and take it from me, from me, from me, from me. Got a lot of shine. Running out the numbers, that's a lot of fun. Try and take it from me, must be out your mind. 